Will Novak Djokovic be able to cross the border and play the Australian Open? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of Backhand City. Well, let's get right into it. This Novak Djokovic controversy has gotten the world involved. In fact, presidents and prime ministers of the aforementioned countries, or should I say Serbia and Australia, are involved. And when I look at this, I don't necessarily think Novak Djokovic is a bad person. But what I do think is he is just slowly but surely destroying his own brand each time one of these incidents comes up. And it reminds me of the scene from Mad Men where Don Draper says, if you don't like what's being said, change the conversation. Take a listen. PR people understand this, but they can never execute it. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Now listen a bit further. In this scene, Draper's talking to one of their prospective clients who's in New York City, and they're thinking about tearing down Penn Station, and he's worried about a small minority that's really loud, and they're making it really hard, and it's a PR nightmare. And this kind of reminds me of what's going on right now with Novak Djokovic as he sits isolated in a hotel in Australia. Take a listen. Why do you people insist on making us sound like villains? Your concern over public opinion shows a guilty conscience. And what good is that serving you if what is to be done is already underway? All right, now let's get into what's happening here with Novak in Australia. There's a really good story run by the ESPN Wire Services. And, you know, this is a huge story. So they're putting a lot of resources in it. And typically, I'm not a fan of ESPN. I mean, I watch ESPN, but... Full disclosure, I think a lot of their uh, reporting is kind of more McDonald's-like. It's fast fast food, fast service. But this is a really good uh, story. And what they're talking about here, and I'll read from it, is that the Djokovic family is changing the conversation. And here, as the story writes, the Djokovic family, family said he is a victim of a quote-unquote political agenda. Uh, they're, helping, they're, they're keeping him in captivity. They're stomping all over Novak to stop all over Serbia and the Serbian people. Djokovic's father, Sherdan, told reporters in Belgrade on Thursday. So you can see they're changing the conversation, right? They want to stop talking about the facts and the protocols involved, and they're trying to spin it. And they're also hiding around, which is, you know, his right, his privacy to his own medical records because he will not talk about whether he's vaccinated or not, where it becomes quite self-evident that he is not vaccinated. Otherwise, he would be going right into Australia and he'd be on practice courts already. And the story continues, Djokovic's trip was contentious before he landed. When it emerged that the conservative federal government and the left-leaning state government of Victoria had differing views about what constituted acceptable grounds and exemption to Australians' vaccination policy, for visitors. So what you're going to see here is Djokovic and his team of attorneys and even the Serbian government is going to highlight the inconsistencies 
from the authorities between the state of Victoria, which is the state that uh, the city of Melbourne, which is in where the Australian Open is held and where he landed, compared to the federal government. Now, just a little background story. Australia is a huge continent, but it's got a population of about 30 million people. Most of the population is in the southern part of the country, and these are the areas that are on a tight lockdown. Um, the, the story goes on because Djokovic tried to get in front of this by releasing some interesting content on Instagram saying he got the okie dokie and he was ready to go and he was on his way to Australia. And I'll read on in this article. After a long flight, Djokovic spent the night trying to convince the authorities he had all the necessary documentation. But the Australian Border Force issued a statement saying he failed to meet entry requirements. They go on. This is the Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison speaking. The rule is very clear. You need to have a medical exemption. He didn't have a valid medical exemption. We make the call on the border, and that's what's in force. So the question now is, I am almost certain that Novak Djokovic did not come with the proper documentation. It now becomes a, a, a situation of, do they believe that they are valid medical exemptions? And the people that testified for him and put it in writing, are they giving an accurate interpretation of these exemptions? In other words, are they telling the truth or are they lying? Uh, it goes on. Here's another quote. This has nothing to do with sports. This is a political agenda. Novak is the best player and the best athlete in the world. But several hundred million people from the West can't stomach that. That's Mr. Djokovic, his father, speaking. So again, see what they're doing. They're changing the narrative. They're changing the story. This isn't now, in their eyes, it's no longer about COVID or the coronavirus or a pandemic. This is a vendetta against his son, who he considers the greatest athlete in the world. In fact, his mother goes on. She gets on board and she says, I feel terrible since yesterday they are not keeping him, they are keeping him as a prisoner. It's not fair. It's not human. I hope that he will win. Djokovic's mother, Dijana, explains, after speaking with him briefly by telephone from Belgrave, she added, terrible, terrible accommodation. It's just some small immigration hotel, if it's a hotel at all. So you can see the, the continuative narrative. It's very coordinated. Djokovic, while he was in containment, in police custody, before he was even in the hotel, he made calls to the president of Serbia. This would be like uh, someone like uh, John Isner calling uh, Joe Biden if he couldn't get across the border. So you can see this is getting very complicated. He is a very important figure in tennis. Uh, he's got 20 Grand Slam titles. He's tied with Nadal and Federer. He's won the Australian Open nine times. This could be his 10th time. He's got one of the best resumes in sports and in tennis. And he's got himself a PR nightmare. And this, this is a little different than hitting a lineswoman at the U.S. Open. That's an accident. He knew the rules. He tried to talk his way out of it. But he shortly accepted it because he realized he did break the rules. This obviously is a big issue in our culture around the world as this worldwide pandemic is wreaking havoc on everybody's interpretation of what is right and what is wrong. Well, stay tuned and we'll find out what happens with this PR event. But I really see no upside for Novak Djokovic and his brand. I mean, if they let him in, it's going to look like he got preferential treatment. 
And of course, if they kick him out of the country, that doesn't look good as well. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. I'm Brian Lutz of BackendCity.com. Talk to you soon. That's when push comes to I knew it all along